Welcome back, it's your boy Eli, and back with good old Joey over here. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> that was like a while. Um, we, if you don't know, it's my, it's, we are the Geeksterians. We are going to talk about some really some a lot of stuff today. Um, most because it's been a really uh, it's been an interesting week. There's been a lot of uh, announcements and tragic news and something I tried out recently and. On, on our Instagram, like those of you that know, uh, we do have an Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitch. I think you can join us. You can go follow us there. It would be really appreciated if you did. Um, on the Instagram, where we are mostly active, I did a po- I did like, I asked a question to, to, to the people that follow us. What is the character that you wanted us to talk about? And here you go. Uh, didn't get many responses because like, I think it's just there's too many characters for them to know. And But we did get one, and... It was the first one, and I'm like, okay, we'll do this one, since everyone's, like, taking their time to collect. Because like, I got a lot of calls saying, like, there's too many, there's too many. And to which I responded, like, that's fine, just give me what you want. And we're going with the first one, because that one really caught my interest. I'm like, who is this character? And we w- and originally I thought we were going to have a whole episode about that, but then I found out, oh, there's not much to this character. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's, he's not very, uh, well, he's not, he's not big as, as the person who recommended thought he was. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a wide spanning, like all the way from the sixties up until now. Mm -hmm. Like this No, no, no. Very much not the case. Mm -hmm, No, he, he is not a very important character like he he's he's there but like he's not like a spider-man or a wolverine or a hercules or a thor or a superman or you know that kind of stuff yeah they're there he he's he he fits a certain mold and so that's why i thought that today we could do is like add more stuff more small small topics more interesting stuff to the conversation so we will be going um in a certain order um but the things that we're going to be talking about is, one, the character that we're talking about who is called Wild Child, who is an X-Men character. Um, we're also going to be talking about uh, the new, recently announced animated stuff that's coming from DC. One, which is My Adventures of Superman, which has gotten a lot of attention for the art style. Uh, essentially, it's uh, Jimmy Olsen, uh, Lois Lane, and Superman. Like it's, I think this is, this is before Superman got big or something like that. I need to make sure. I'll be sure to double check as, as we were talking. And and this is the more tragic news. And this is the one we're probably going to start off with. Uh, Kentaro Miura, who is known for... Actually, I would say this is the one thing he's... He's known for a lot of things. But this is the most like influential thing he's ever done. It is the thing that... I, like, I am a huge fan of his work. And that is Berserk. He is the manga artist and writer for Berserk. He had recently passed away, I want to say, um, May 5th, and we're going to be talking about his work, um, his influence in in the world of manga and in, like other stuff, and some of the interesting stuff that people have done in memory of him recently. And so we're going to start off with that. So, Joey, you've, you know of Berserk. Yeah, I know of Berserk. Uh, I've never, I've never read it. I've never seen the anime. I know of it. I know bits and chunks of what happens in it, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I can definitely say that it's definitely pretty influential, right? It's definitely one of those, like, uh, big sort of, uh, uh, I guess, dark and, uh, I don't know. Dark fantasy? Dark fantasy sort of mangas. Yeah, which you don't see often. Yeah, like, I guess for, like, this generation, you can maybe think of Goblin Slayer, but Berserk is definitely the one that, like, uh, pioneered and, like, sort of popularize that sort of genre in, mm-hmm. term, in the anime in the, in the manga space right you know it just it still has like because i think like uh it still has a lot of influences oh and the art is so gorgeous yeah like, yeah like that's something you like i know you talked to me about before is like jesus he makes a lot of like you would have you never seen kantarmiara's art literally just google it like look up berserk art and then you'll see like just the amount of detail he went in with with his artwork and his use of blacks and whites because most i mean most manga is black and white a lot of gray tones but the way he uses it, it's like wow that's meticulous yeah the detail the the amount of of time he and love and dedication he puts into the artwork i think that's one of the things that i really, always really love him love about him especially from an artist standpoint but like you're saying he he is he is very influential in, in in the manga and anime sphere yeah yeah and so berserk is one of those series that you're right it's 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 a it's a dark fantasy a lot of you know dark and really disgusting and horrible things happen in the show and in the series and it's it's known for a lot of messed up stuff but i feel like it's also known for it's good stuff because the idea of berserk is that this is his one this is wandering swordsman the black swordsman known as guts he's going around killing demons and he is we don't know much about now i'm not going to spoil the book because i feel like if you've never read the book do it now it is a complete and total ride i've reread that book so many times it's one of my most you know favorable books i've ever read and basically he you know, he's hunting demons and we don't know why he and he goes about it in a, in a very sadistic nature and the more you and i say this the more you read about it you kind of understand why and the more the character of guts grows because like I, everyone has said this on social media the day he passed the day uh Kintaro Miura passed was that berserk was a story about how shitty the world is no matter how shitty it is how you know bad how crappy you know how horrible things are there's always a sense of hope in the end at the end of the day you know it's because guts tries to find you know meaning in his life even when he's hunting like demons and doing a lot of like questionable things (laughs) because there are moments where guts is like oh oh god guts please stop um oh oh jesus oh this is uncomfortable but it's a really good kind of uncomfortable too um but the 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 passing of kantar miura like you 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 get the sense that you know it was before his time he died at the age of 54 Mm. um it was a medical issue and he did it, it didn't it didn't end well and what's what's even more tragic is that i'm talking about berserk he never he it's not done no nah, that's what i've heard uh it, it hasn't gotten they didn't he didn't finish it no he didn't finish it 
And part of it's because like the art takes a long time to work with. Because again, he he puts so much time and effort into the art that oftentimes, if you're lucky, you would get at least one or maybe two issues a year. That that tells you how much time he puts into um you know into the work of uh, to the work of writing and drawing this uh, this story. And oftentimes, there's a lot of book a lot of creators that never get a chance to finish their stories. Um, and sadly, um, Berserk is one of those now. Yeah. And you know, you you can tell how much influence this man has done because of the outpour of of you know remembrance of him. Uh, the 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 one big thing I uh, I remember seeing on social media is that <laughs> so guts is known as the black swordsman. He's uh he wears an all black armor and he carries a big fucking giant sword. I think they call it like a heap of iron, like a bit, like just like a big rod of iron, like, mm-hmm. like that should not be, be, that no one should be able to carry or move the dragon slayer. Just literally tap in. It's like, there's a description for it. I think it's something about a big chunk of iron, a heap of iron. And everyone <laughs> was talking about whenever you play a game with a giant sword, there's always going to be a reference to Berserk some way. And it's true. You've seen that in uh, stuff like Monster Hunter, because there's always like a, some sort of big sword, black swordsman kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And it's more, it's even more uh, evident in Dark Souls, because a lot of stuff in Dark Souls was inspired by uh, Berserk. But more, but this is the one that really got me. So uh, there's a game called Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, you can do a mo- you can do like a, a set like a black swordsman, big sword, uh black armor and all kind of stuff. And when they heard, the player base heard of the passing Guitar Miura, they got together and online and did a sort of a memorial for him. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think I've seen the thumbnail for this, yeah. Yeah, and it's like the entire player base coming together to remember a man whose work as like, you know, has such prevalence to them. And it's something like you don't see much in like the cult in like the geek culture, nerd culture, anime, whatever you want to call it, like that. And it's that tells you how influential he was. Because the only time I could think of something like this was when Stanley passed away. Yeah. Because remember what happened when Stanley passed away? How everyone was like, Oh, oh no, Stan? Yeah. He- yeah, it, 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 it's a bit tragic. I mean, granted, Stan wasn't necessarily uh, uh, a spring make... chicken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was he was definitely really old. He was in his nineties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't really doing a whole lot in terms of, like creating new comics, right? He's yeah. More or less, just sort of overseeing various creative things going on. So. But yeah, it still was very much like uh, honoring a, uh, uh, an artist, uh, a creator who essentially who uh, brought so much uh, enjoyment and uh, various other, uh, you know, happiness and all these other emotions to such a wide range of people, right? Passing on, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no, I definitely understand. I, I definitely can uh, understand. Uh, I guess the uh, the. The out, the outpouring of uh, tributes for uh, this man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And like like I said, guys, I, I highly recommend checking out the book. Like I would love to continue talking about you know Kentaro Miro's work and how 
it meant so much to me not only as an artist but as a, as a fan of the story and like how much that story has like meant to a lot of people because i've seen people saying like berserk was there for them when in their darkest time and they they taught them to you know keep going and it's i think that's the most important thing um this that's the most important legacy he he, he has left for us like yeah berserk isn't isn't done that's tragic, but the fact that he was able to leave such an impact in everyone's lives in this sort of way is a testament that should not go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like <laughs> going back to Stanley, because like like I said, I haven't seen something like this in a long time since like Stan's passing. Um, not to say not to say like they're not the same kind of thing, but you know, but they both made work that has been influential to many people you know there's there's so much love and joy um you know stan um i mean i'm looking straight at the book um silver silver black written by donny cates he has a whole like letter to stan about how how much he meant to him and you already know that there's gonna be that that's how i said that's how you know you've you've done something valuable in your life where you've your your passing has infected has affected i'm sorry um the lives of many and i think that's a beautiful thing and i think that's something that everyone should be proud should be happy to be happy to be a part of katarmir should be proud of that and thankfully you know he will not be forgotten no no and that's about all i can say because really um you can say that there's a lot more to say. I know there's a lot more to say, but I feel like we'd be trading down like the same kind of stuff over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And plus, it'd just be me talking and you won't be able to add anything. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't, I didn't, I haven't read Berserk. I haven't really gotten into it or in, or in any form, but I definitely understand the, uh, you know, just the, uh, the, like, hey, yeah, this is a great artist, you know? Mm-hmm. Great creator uh, who sort of passed before he could finish his uh his probably his uh his passion project right so you know that that that, that is uh that is uh sad but you know he will be remembered for all the stuff he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's um move on to something uh just something a little more uh not 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 to say this isn't a, we didn't end it in a positive note but let's uh, so like I said there's three pot topics today. And we want to make sure that, um, you know, we get to something uh, else. Um, So while, so like I said earlier, on Instagram, I posted a thing where like, I wanted to ask you guys, hey, what is a, what's a character you want to know more about? And one of the ones I thought I saw, and I thought it'd be interesting because I've never heard of this character. And like I said, um, I thought it'd be interesting. Um, turns out there's not that much to him. That's probably why <laughs> I never heard of this character. This character is called Wild uh, Wild Child, and he debuted around the '80s in Alpha Flight Number One. It's not number one. It's not Alpha Flight Number One. It's, I have it right here. Give me one second. He appeared in Alpha Flight Number. Ooh, give me a second. Whoa, where am I going? Okay, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. But uh. Yeah, he, 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 he's, he, I'll say this, he is, um, a very 
stand by. Oh, it is number one from 1983. Okay, never mind. I am an idiot. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, so uh, the character Wildchild, whose real name is um, Kyle Glemning. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, and so, there's not much to say about this character. And before we record it, I talked to Joey about this, like, and I asked you, what were your thoughts on his character, and what was exactly what did you say? I uh, I was gonna I would I was originally gonna go with uh, a slightly less cool Wolverine, but then you brought in the top. Now he seems more like a slightly less cool Sabretooth, and I was like, yeah, right, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's sense. it's a very uh, he has a very much a Sabretooth like power stats. Yeah, because uh, his he he has he has a region uh, fat. Uh, He's a regeneration factor, and he also um, has very animalistic instincts. Yeah, he has claws on his hands and feet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, not like, yeah, but like basically, he can grow out some claws from yeah. his fingers. So I mean, you know, very similar to saber tooth and stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, he yeah he's a mutant who uh, I believe, you know, just uh, became a part of. Uh, like, uh, that the Canadian like super team, super yeah, team? Alpha Flight. yeah, yeah, and then later became more closer to like stuff that more more mutant stuff because he is a mutant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he he he's worked with with Wolverine and and such, so you can already see like oh it's like a Wolverine, but then you look at his designs like oh he's he's basically a a young Sabretooth and he has like. I looked up some images of of a wild child, and some of it just seems very like, what the hell is going on? It's like some there's some images where like he's in like, he's got like a, he's like chained up, mm-hmm. and I don't mean like he's like oh he's too strong to be chained he's just too strong or like no no the man's got a collar, he's like a dog on a leash. Yeah, I mean like from what I looked up from yeah he 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 often like throughout. His throughout his uh, history, he's uh, I guess because he's very animalistic, you know, that's where he gets his name Wild Child from or whatever. Uh, the fact that uh, he freaking uh, he has like this certain tendency to just turn like animalistic, like he, like his appearance will actually change sometimes mm-hmm. and become more bestial, which is like, but then like uh, then he'll reset back to being normal looking, which yeah. is like interesting. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 it sometimes he'll just stay like his like looking very uh, monstrous for like a while, and then you know it was, it, there'll be like an event that just turns him back to like basically looking normal human. Mm-hmm. But it'll keep, it, it's like a constant cycle that sometimes will just keep happening. Yeah, it's 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 pretty obvious that he's like a one note kind of character. Yeah, he 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 he's he's more he's definitely like a side character type of material. Yeah, like, he's only he doesn't have he's. Not, I don't think we've seen him have like a major, like comic on his own, right? No, no, no. He, like a wild child comic. Like he's very much always like part of like, you know, not part of the set dressing, but very much like he's mm. a side character that's done. Some stuff, some some stuff over the past, mm-hmm. right? Like he, you are just here for the team, and that's all you are. We're just gonna keep putting you in team books because it looks like, from what I've found, like he's always been on team books. He's never been a solo kind of character. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, like I'm gonna say this right now to to anyone who's listening, um, I'm I will happily look up any character you guys want me to look up and talk about. But just know that not every character that has been created has a deep and compelling story. Yeah, sometimes there are characters that are just you know there for like maybe a single issue or whatever, and you know they're not to say someone wants to use them again. Yeah, like you know, there's there's definitely some that are probably uh, gonna be obscure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're obscure for a reason. Yeah, they're definitely obscure for a reason because they were not very interesting at the time, or they didn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Right, like creating a character is a gamble. Because you, especially in an established universe where there's so many other interesting characters, like, if I were to create a hero or a villain, I gotta make sure he's unique enough and outstanding enough where, in the story, he's able to grow and become something, you know? Something that some people want to see again. Yeah. I think the best example of that, actually, I would think is more of an Avori Yu's example. It was like the Batman who laughs because like he appeared in one book and then he just grew into his own popularity to the point where like, okay, we're kind of done with you. Go, go away, go away. Because every book was like, oh, look, it's the Batman who laughs. He's back. but And, and he's like doing something. He's, he, he's planning something. And, and I'm just like, I'm trying to read like a Shazam book. What are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> It's like just, uh, you're just, like, reading an Aquaman comic, and then out of nowhere, there's just a single panel of the Batman who laughs in the background. It's like, why is he even here? He can't even breathe underwater. <laughs> no, that's exactly, because, like, he's part of the big plan, you see. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm tired. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it sounds, it's very much bad world building, I guess. You yeah, know, just yeah. Just set up for various things that just don't seem like they're going to make a, a whole lot of sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I led to something, but I'm just like, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but no, like so, like a lot of these characters, like they're 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 not as rich and compelling as one would think. You know. Yeah. It, 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 in a funny way, it, it feels pretty realistic because sometimes there's just people in the world that don't have that much to them, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it, and sometimes it happens with combo characters as well because you know even the ones that have powers that are that are that you know. Mm-hmm. They'll just be like, oh, all right, so they're just a slightly less interesting Wolverine or mm-hmm. Sabretooth, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's but... funny because, like, when I was researching it, apparently he worked for, um, what's his name, Romulus, who's, like, another Wolverine-esque character who's been around for, like, ever. Isn't that, like, the name of, like, some Roman guy? No, it's exactly who you think it is. Oh, okay, all right. All that's, right. How, that's what I'm I, saying. I just wanted to double-check on yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> he is the king of Rome, like, the, the founder of Rome. Or was that Ramus? No, it's Romulus. Okay, because the Rom in Rome. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that's, that's, I knew it was. I knew it was. Right? No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah but like that's what I'm saying. Like he is not as compelling as you would think he is. Um, not to say if you were a fan of him, that's great. I, I more to you, but you know, if if you're, I mean, all I'm saying is that if you're someone who wanted to know about him, and you you're expecting like this sort of grandiose epic story. Or like a very deep and compelling character, it ain't there. It ain't there. It ain't there, Chief. Yeah, and I feel like uh, it would be super, like I guess, uninteresting if we just like decided to just read off his entire like wiki page. 
right? Oh no, that's that's that would be boring that, as fuck. Yeah, that we definitely. I mean, I have it up because like I want to make sure I got some of the information right. Yeah, but like you know, like no, no one wants to sit through like thirty minutes of just reading a wiki. That's just not entertaining. No. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe one day Marvel will look through its vast catalog of characters mm-hmm. be like let's use wild child in something actually give him like some cool stuff because he definitely seems like he's a character that can be that's kind of like mm-hmm. has potential to be maybe d- d- do something interesting with him mm-hmm. like a like a good well he does seem like a good um saber tooth but like there's a reason we all like saber tooth yeah yeah i mean <laughs> Here's the thing about comics, and it's a thing that I'm probably gonna be repeating myself over in this sort of uh, idea of a of a little fun thing to do with the with the audience. Is that every care? It's all wholly dependent on the writer. A writer can take a character that has really nothing and make him interesting, but that's solely dependent on if the writer wants to do it. You know, I. And sometimes it's by luck. Heck, you remember Kite Man? <laughs> I know him as the funny Batman, like one of the various like odd like Batman yeah. villains that like are like in like trivia things that like, hey, did you know this is a Batman villain? And everyone's like, what? And Calendar Man and the Condiment King. <laughs> you know, it's like these are all Batman villains. It's like I just. Can we, like, all I'm saying is bring Nolan back for one more, make it the movie, like, the count, make, make, make Condiment King the next Batman villain, and, you know, I'll, I'll be into it. Let's yeah. just, let's just accept the, the, the craziness that it was, that is comics. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, silly happiness. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the, the Lego Batman movie definitely, uh, uh, points all that out as well. You yeah. Know? No, no, no. The reason I bring up um, um, Kite Man is because like he has a he had a huge resurgence recently because he was in the Harley Quinn show. He and it's all thanks to like uh, the writer Tom King because he gave him more of a character. Mm-hmm. He was like a downbeat dad who was trying to do his best, and like he he's basically the Charlie Brown of the superhero community. Uh no one wants to play. No one wants to you know be, hang out with him. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's like, oh, we kind of like Kite Man now. You gave him character. Not to say that Wild Child doesn't have character. Again, if you're a fan of his, I'm happy for you. But uh, but what I'm saying is that oftentimes, you know, um, it's wholly dependent on the writer and if they want to do something with him. Mm-hmm. And Tom King has said like he always kind of had a liking for for for. For like a uh, kite man, and he and apparently kite man's real name is basically um, a reference to Char- either Charles Sorch or Charlie Brown, one of the two. Mm. And um, so he was like, "Let me do something with this character." Yeah. And then he did it, and then like everyone has known him for his catchphrase, which was like, "Hell yeah, hell uh-huh. yeah!" <laughs> and so, so um, that's kind of saying. Uh, again, uh, there's really nothing much to talk about. Wild Child, he is pretty straightforward. Um, Nothing really that big and impactful. So I'm sorry to you who wanted me to talk about Wild Child. Thinking, I don't know if you were thinking that he was a big and important character. But, um, he's kind of not. Like, listen, it ain't, it ain't all home runs, man. Stanley had some pretty, uh, so had some characters that, like, did not make the cut. 
Yeah, you know, for every uh, uh, for every Superman, there's like a hundred other characters that are similar but aren't as interesting, right? Like, you want to know an ex- a better example? Captain Marvel. How many Captain Marvels have there been aside from you know the guy who now is Shazam and like not all the Mar- people who? Okay, I'm not counting all the Marvel characters that have taken the, the name Captain Marvel. I'm talking about other comic companies that had a character that's named Captain Marvel. Because mm. there was one where, like, here's Captain Marvel, and he all he can do is just separate his body parts, and they fly around. Okay. And he, so he's just a little stump in the air. Alright, that's... He's Captain Marvel! Alright, I mean, like... Is it, like... Does he still have like? Do you see the bones in his in no, his just like, body? No, it's like a toy. It's like, like it's popped. Oh, okay. So he's like, okay, all right. That, that. I I was thinking he was the first option. Then I think he'd be way more memorable because he's literally tearing his body apart. <laughs> no, it's just like fly arms or something like that. I don't know. I'm just kind of lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the first option's better. They should have gone with the first option. The first. This, option this is this better. is like super early in the comic book years, so like. Well, I mean, you know, I feel like you could pull it off. Yeah, you know. horror horror comics were more important, more were more popular than superhero comics. You know, I, I, yeah, it would work. It, it worked. Work. All right, so let's move on. Going back to comics, um, there are two new animated stuff coming out from DC, which I thought would be really cool to end it because like <laughs> one of them is like really cool and exciting, and the other one's like I have to wait and see. And the first that that one is. The new adventures, uh, my adventures of Superman, and I'm probably gonna ask you to put up an image as when we're talking about this. Okay. Yeah. So the new adventures of Superman is the animated show where it's essentially like, uh, it, well, for one, it's it looks it's uh, gonna be on HBO Max and Cartoon Network. Um, essentially, I'm trying to find the, the quick good description of it. Uh, follows the adventures of Superman and Lois Lane. The anime series features 20-something, uh, 20-something Clark Kent, the bright and driven Lois Lane, and their best friend Jimmy Olsen. Good old Jimmy Olsen. Haven't seen that boy in a while. Yeah. And they begin to discover who they are and everything they can accomplish together as the, as an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. So it's more like a buddy thing where like all three these three characters are gonna be like it's gonna be those like you know them developing their relationship into like you know the team the not the team team but you know like. The core characters that we come to know and love. Yeah, uh, I, I, before you say Cartoon Network, I thought this was just gonna be something. Like, they would have maybe done like a, a like an animated version of The Office, but like Superman is just there. I don't know, but uh, no, now that least, sounds like fun. That that sounds kind of funny, but it's uh, like, oh look, it's Superman! Quick, Clark, where did Clark go? Clark, <laughs> damn it! Just let us just go, go, go. Uh, I haven't fired that guy in a while. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, um, Perry Wise is waiting for his, his coffee the whole time. They have the various uh, camera interviews or whatever. It's just like, he, I mean, Clark just kind of disappears sometimes, but I mean, he always gets his work done in the end. So I mean, that's why. I, I mean, he got me my cup of coffee on the uh, just in the nick of time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as long as he's doing good reporting, and you know, Listen, I don't know how he does it. If but he, he keeps, does it. If if he keeps this fucking newspaper afloat. And in the age of the internet, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> no, that's going to be the show. They're all like BuzzFeed article writers or something like that. I mean, you know, it's... 
I mean, that's some way. That's one way to modernize uh, the Daily Planet, right? right? Yeah. I think that I think they're doing that with uh, the the, I said the Daily Planet, Daily Bugle in in the in the Marvel comics. Well, I mean, well, not Buzzfeed s but like J. Jonah Jameson basically is is working with a with another reporter in a Buzzfeed like company. He's a podcaster now, like us. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a thing that's uh, that's that's prevalent in the, in the Marvel Spider Man games. Mm. Uh, J. Jonah is a pot. Has a radio show or podcast mm-hmm. or whatever uh but yeah uh so you know n- knowing knowing that it's on cartoon network and stuff it's definitely it's, uh, I, i'm guessing are we gonna have so uh are we just gonna have like uh so we're just gonna be following all like both lois jimmy and clark going on today i'm guessing shenanigans you know maybe it looks like a, it looks like it could be a fun show. I mean, yeah, I think mean, we only have like the one still image of it though, right? Yeah, and it's very. I think that the the image is what makes a lot of people go like, I don't know, because it looks very um. Voltron, like recent Voltron, esque, a little bit of Shira, recent She-Ra, like Netflix Shira, kind of vibe, like a very like slightly anime esque kind of look to it slightly yeah yeah it's very it's very um soft and a lot of you know bright colors kind of stuff and no i don't know i like it it looks the art looks good yeah i mean i will say to me it looks like something that you would see on like uh like it looks like something you would see on like a tumblr post i think Mm. Like it, it looks like it looks like it's web, uh, like a web comic art style, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like you would this would be, this would be like good art for like a web comic. So I don't know. I feel like I would have to see it in motion mm-hmm. to determine whether or not uh, the art style fits. There is a bit of a Steven Universe kind of feel to it too. A little bit with a lot of the softness going there. Yeah, but I mean. At the same time, I don't think that's necessarily bad for a character like Superman. Yeah, because he's he, you know he's generally seen as the uh, as a Boy Scout, you know, very sort of uh, uh, by the numbers, by the numbers, uh, doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do and stuff. Mm. So uh, yeah, uh, I I think I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I think. It, the art style will probably fit the character. Mm-hmm. Now, like if you were to if we were if you were to make a Batman show with this type of art style, then I would kind of like understand people's uh, criticisms a bit more. Yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, no, this art style completely doesn't fit with the character. Here, I can be like, well, maybe this can work, right? But yeah, like I said, uh, I feel like I need to see it in motion because mm-hmm. just seeing the images on its like the image on its own is really no, no, no. Like, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. We have to wait and see how the show is. Maybe the, maybe we'll find out about the first trailer. Um, the other one is an animated film that, to be honest, I thought it was gonna be live action, and I was like hyped as hell. I mean, when you told me that, and I thought it was gonna be live action. I well, I, no, I heard, and I thought it was live action. Then I told you, and then you're like, it's not live action, bro. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy talk. Why would they... I mean, you can just explain what it is. It's... it's They are making an animated film uh, based on the Injustice um, books slash game. Yeah. 
And it's funny because these are two properties I've also read. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. But like one is focused heavily on just Superman and his mythos. The other one is very much, it's a all like it's just it's you know it's just. Uh, it's what is Superman like, bad? Yeah, it's it's the, it's it's I think it's uh, the quintessential. Because mm. I feel like a lot of uh, other shows and various other properties have done uh, that have been recently been doing like a. What if we take a Superman-like character, but he's a bad guy, or like he's just very, you know, he's not. Yeah, Homelander from the Boys. Uh, we had Brightburn. That movie came out a couple yeah, years um, ago. A lot of people who have seen, who read the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, read, I'm sorry, read, watched the uh, show Invincible. Are like Omni Man is the evil Superman, and I'm like, wait until you read the books, my friend. Wait till you read the books. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like in, I feel like Injustice definitely. Uh, Probably not popularized because I feel like the the uh, Invincible comics came out before in the Injustice game or comics game. Oh, that came, came out in 2003, dude. Yeah. So, like, the idea of an evil Superman has been there, but obviously I think the Injustice game and comics sort of, like, pushed it into yeah. the... Yeah, uh... they gave it, a, they gave it a, more of a story. Well, yeah. Like, say, like NetherRealm Studios has been pretty good with their fighting game stories, and so we got that. It's a pretty good story. Um, it's expanded more in the comics. Written by Tom Taylor, who's a great writer. Highly recommend it. Uh, you guys check him out. He's written. Uh, he's currently writing, I think, a Batman book. But I recommend reading his uh, deceased books. Because uh, they're like, hey, what if we did a zombie apocalypse with the DC universe? And actually gave it weight and emotion and like make you care for all these characters who are now zombies. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. And really what... When I heard this, I'm like... Yo, let's go, and it's kind of it's kind of funny because I I like I, I love Superman, and that oftentimes when I see like oh yeah Superman was a better character than evil I'm like get out <laughs> you don't know Superman like I do get get out but at the same time I appreciate the work of Injustice. Yeah, I mean like I, like I was gonna say earlier like uh, I I didn't think they were gonna because uh, you were on about it being like uh, like when you told me about it I thought wait. No way, they're not gonna make this live action, are they? Because I, I'm just, I'm just like thinking in my brain, like that's just not something that, like the, the, the. I, I did have a conversation with with a coworker who was also a fan, and he was like, "If they do live action, are they using the same actors, or are they gonna get new actors? Because I say new actors, because then like you can push these new actors and it'd be something interesting." I mean, yeah, that was my thing. Cause like, well, what's the logistics about it? Mm-hmm. But no, it, since it's animated, it's like okay. So like, uh, my only thing is, is that are we adapting the entire like storyline of Injustice, or is this gonna be like their next big animated movie project where it's very much a three part Injustice? Like, I trilogy? can see it being a part, uh, like its own little not one movie, more like multiple film movies, mm-hmm. because the games pretty much tell you like what's going on. The books expand on it. So you can just take what the books have done and just adapt that. Right. Because that makes a lot more sense to do. And at th- and you still get a lot of like, the cool writing that Tom Taylor has done within the Injustice universe. So, I, I mean, I highly recommend that. Because I feel like it would be a better way to adapt it from the book than it is from the game. Because like, if you adapt this straight from the game, it's like, oh, but it's not like the game, you know. I'm not pulling all these cool combos. Well, I mean, I, I think it's—I don't think anybody actually 
I think that, that I don't think that's the problem if you're adapting a video game uh, fighting game storyline. I think it's more sort of a, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I because I, I mean I haven't uh, I don't know like much from the injustice at least because I'm th- I guess you, I'm th- you know the core things. I know the, I I know the. I know the synopsis of the, at least the first Injustice game, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know what happens there. Injustice Two, I'm a little bit iffy on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, that brings the next uh, another interesting point. Uh, uh, is is this uh, like I mean, if we're gonna do like a a potential trilogy, maybe are we like Injustice Two? Is that gonna be like a sequel movie? And then like, what's the next movie? Or is it just straight up just we're just focusing on like the first Injustice game and the comics surrounding it, and then just expanding it into three movies, or or maybe just I think that's a better option. I think that what you just said is a better option for them if they go for that. Okay. Like I haven't read up on it, but I know it's being made. That's uh, have you read up on it? No, I mean these are all just ideas I I I have in my head. That's I mean I'm gonna double check just in case, but I I mean it's. Injustice is one of those things where, like, hey, you know, this actually got a lot of, you know, attention. Let's expand on it and let's use that. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. As I'm seeing, it's... it's. Though we know nothing about them. They, it's, they still don't know much about it. Okay, alright, well... At least we know it's a thing. Also, how how messed up are we gonna go? Because in in the games, uh, it's we find we know that Joker kills Lois Lane, and Lois Lane was pregnant with Superman's child. Yeah, because Joker detonated like a nuke in Metropolis, yeah. and that's what that's like the turning point for Superman. Right, he kills the Joker, and then he sort of goes down his, you know, path of like controlling mm-hmm. the world. It's funny because th- there's another comic, and it's one of the most well-known comic DC comics of all time. It's uh, Kingdom Come. Same thing happens, except he doesn't go evil. He's just like, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. No, no, I'm done. I'm, just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, just, yeah. <laughs> like he just leaves and goes into his uh, seclusion. Okay. Yeah. I would love to see them adapt that. That's such such a good story. Oh my god, Kingdom Come was so good. But um, no, I'm I'm very excited for what DC has done. Um, hopefully, what they're doing is gonna, you know, pay off because you know there was a recent acquisition, and I'm like, what does that mean for all of our stuff? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know about it. I don't think that's necessarily gonna be a thing. Though. No, I don't think it's gonna be a thing either. But people have been talking about it, and honestly, personal opinion, I don't think it really means anything. Not in the immediate future. No, no. Like, maybe in, like, a couple of years. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, uh, I think that's about it. Because, like, again, there's not much for us to talk about with the Injustice film. Just to know, it's happening. We're excited. Hell yeah. I'm very curious. Mm-hmm. I want to see where it goes. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys for checking us out. We are Leakers and Terrans. You can follow us on all social medias. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Geeks We are more active on Instagram. Like I said, we did a I did a recent questionnaire about what character you'd like us to do. I might do something similar like that again. We will see. Um, also, if you go to, on Instagram, there is a link tree to all the podcast sites we are fully in, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Spotify, Pandora, 
all the like. And we do have a link to our Patreon where you can support us in any form of way. Uh, whether or not you can, want to or not, we happily accept. It's either it, it's good for us. We want to do some more stuff, and we often need a lot of support for that. And yeah, it's been great. I'm excited to see what DC's doing. Wild Child. Hopefully, someone will do something interesting. And again, to Kentamura, thank you for making essentially one of the best books I've ever read, and making art that is that to this day you know, makes my jaw drop. So thank you uh, for checking us out. We are the Gigs and Turns. It's been your boy Eli. It's been me, Joe. And we hopefully you guys have a good one. Stay safe. And, you know, enjoy what you love. Peace.